0: DJ Kelly Cavendish in the L.C. episode 44 of too old for this podcast your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things on tonight's episode we're going to catch up with star trek picard talk about episodes five and six we're also going to talk about a bunch of recent news including the star wars project luminous announcement and indiana jones 5 getting a new director so let's get this party started right on nerd and up earth. let's go DJ Kevy Kevin, Black, what up? You my brother? Uh,
1: How you doing, my brother? Everything uh, kosher with you?
0: Let me hit. Let me hear that air horn one more time.
1: <laughs> one more
0: time. <laughs> word, word, word. <laughs> How you been, man?
1: Uh, I'm all right. Um, I'm a little, uh, a little bit in pain. Um, back's been hurting me, but. Other than that, I'm all right. I, I can't complain. I'm not, as you can tell by my voice, I'm not as sick as I was <laughs> uh, last week. So but you got a pain in the back. But now. I got a pain in my back. It was probably from all the constant coughing I was doing. <clears throat> but, yeah. Back lip. So, yeah. But, yeah. No, other than that, I'm all right. Uh, no complaints. Uh <laughs> had a decent weekend. I uh, didn't make it to the theater this weekend. I wanted to go see The Invisible Man. Uh, it's been getting... Great reviews. It's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah,
0: they're saying it was number number one at the box office, Mm -hmm. and um, it didn't. It wasn't a huge number. I think it was thirty plus million, but it was made. It was made for only eight million. So fantastic success. Great success.
1: (laughs) But uh, yeah, people are hailing it as like one of the best remakes ever because essentially it's a remake of, uh, I guess, from what the '30s, The Invisible Man, and then they Uh, had Hollow Man and all these different fucking invisible versions yeah so but yeah no i
0: uh no, we're gonna have to see it and we're gonna have to review it eventually yeah, uh for sure. <laughs> neither yeah. of us have seen it yet yeah, uh yeah, I,
1: gotta, I gotta watch it again or watch it i mean
0: yeah yeah me too so yeah um, uh cool and uh we were just talking earlier before we recorded that we're both going to watch well you've watched parasite i haven't seen it yet but we're going to do a review of parasite soon.
1: Since, yeah for sure uh, uh, i'm surprised uh, we haven't done that yet to truth uh yeah you're right
0: we're, we're slipping we're slipping yeah, yeah. we're also slipping on that watchmen uh, uh discussion review, we're yeah. supposed to have <laughs> we're still waiting we're on we're that, waiting, day, that wait, Daily.
1: yeah waiting on mr daly um He's uh, he's in in the process of watching it, so hopefully before the end of 2020, he'll uh, he'll have a thing. Yes,
0: yes. Well, Matt Daly's worth the wait. He's there worth the up. wait. Uh, we don't we don't mind, but hurry go. up, Matt, because we want to talk about that with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, here in the Dove household, uh, since you asked, we're doing great. Uh, but we, we just got over about a bout of virus here. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and we, we 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 all got sick in the last uh, week week the and Heineken a half here. Virus? uh it was it was not it was not the coronavirus it, it <laughs> i call it the coke zero virus yeah, right. because that that's my my beverage of preference um but uh everybody's good now we're all strong we're all all our, our white blood cells have done our done their duty and good. we're all More highly evolved creatures now. Good to hear. Stronger stronger for the experience. Uh, This week, uh, let's talk about uh, some news stories before we get Mm -hmm. to reviewing uh, episodes 5 and 6 of Star Trek Picard. uh, There have been a handful of Star Wars news stories recently. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, uh, we we talked extensively about how... um, um, uh, we weren't going to focus on Star Wars so much, mm-hmm. Any, you know. Uh, uh, now that the movies are over, maybe you know, give it a give it a little rest. Um, and uh, this Star Wars but news, we man, is is making me think that that was like the right call. Yeah, well,
1: but, we did say that we would talk about the news when we when it comes. Yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. So, so
0: there's news. So there's yeah. news. So we, I, you know, we have reactions, obviously. Yeah. So, um, I mean. Uh, Okay, let's talk about this Project Luminous thing. Mm-hmm. Why not? That was the that was the big thing. That okay, so uh, Star Wars Publishing came out and they and they gave us a bunch of details about this Project Luminous they've been talking about for a long time now. I think we've been hearing whispers about this title for probably a year now, mm-hmm. um, but here it is: uh, information on Star Wars Project Luminous, which is a big publishing um kind of uh movement <laughs> i guess um it's a it's like a unified um push by the publishing division to create um like a new era to flesh out a new era in the star wars timeline yeah. uh to tell to tell stories in so basically we're getting a whole bunch of stories set uh about 200 years mm-hmm. before the events of the star wars films that we all know and love yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and we're going to follow a new a group of Jedi uh, from that time period. It's being referred to as the High Republic Era. It is the peak, I guess, of civilization in the galaxy before it fell to the dark side. Um, so uh, it's not nearly as far back as the Old Republic, uh, the 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 uh, era from the video games that so many of us know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is more recent than that. Um you know what? I think it's uh, it's it's pretty clear to me here what's going on. Why this time period was chosen? Um, it's actually very predictable to me that now. Uh, you know, I was hoping for I was hoping for this new era to be some some new creative thing, some new experimental era of Star Wars that was something that we never heard of, thought of. But um, I think what they're doing here is just what George Lucas always said he wanted to do. George Lucas said. Uh, that he really wasn't jazzed to make a sequel trilogy, but mm-hmm. he really wanted to do was go back in time and tell Yoda stories. Yep. Uh, So we are going back to a period of time where instead of being 900 years old and an old Jedi Master, he's going to be 700 years old, and he's going to be in his prime. He's going to be a full-powered Jedi Master, probably sitting on the Jedi Council, probably the exact same Jedi Council that we are introduced to in a Fed to Menace. This, to me, is just a prequel. Hold on. Hold on to your hat, Kev. A prequel to the prequel. A prequel... To the Clone Wars animated series. It's going to be... Master Yoda sitting around in the no. same council chamber sending Jedis on missions on the exact same kind of friggin' missions oh, yeah. from yeah. the Clone Wars TV. It's just going to be different Jedis, and it's going to be a younger Yoda. And, and probably there's going to be other there, – there, there's probably some other Jedis on the high council who were that old who might even have been around at that time too. And you know what? You know what else we're going to see? Yeah, we're going to see the fucking birth of Chewbacca. <laughs>
1: um okay so i
0: am so you, fucking okay. bored i am so put okay, to on, sleep by this <laughs> bullshit
1: hold on did you actually see yoda in the advertising because i yes, i don't remember yes, seeing that maybe i yes, turned it off before yes. before if he you came watch out. it
0: go watch the official uh video i that, did that, that, but I, that's out there. I turned it off there is was, concept there is concept art with yoda? All, all over the damn thing and yes yoda okay, is, is in the concept art
1: yeah i don't remember seeing yoda so uh yes. I I knew yes. absolutely zero about this uh Project Luminous. So yeah. I had no idea what it was about. So I sat down and I and I started watching it
0: because it... even it, the artwork looks like Clone Wars. I'm sorry. They showed like a, some of the book covers that yeah. that's coming out. Okay. It, even even that looks like Clone Wars. I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so anyways, um so when the when the little trailer or whatever you want to call it started so like we assembled some of the best writers in the world and all this shit, right? And I'm yeah, th- I'm sitting The there, writers like, who are responsible
0: like, for everything from the last ten years. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, oh my God, this this is gonna be fucking amazing. Right. And they're like and they're like showing like all these different like artists or not artists, but like these different writers and who they are and what they what they've done. And I'm like, oh my God, shit this is so this is gonna be the fucking best movie ever. <laughs> and then it's like and then it's like uh, and then they started fucking showing book covers and shit. They started showing concept art, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be sick!" And they're like, "Yeah, so uh, uh, this novel's coming out in fucking 2021 or whatever it is." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Yeah, they sure did all up. they uh, they did all this this work. They brought in all these fucking writers for fucking novels and meanwhile they had and this comics. like and comics. and comics yeah sorry and comics and meanwhile they had like this this new trilogy of films and they literally just gave like the fucking uh, they picked right. like random directors and like hey right. hey buddy With no plan you you fucking right. write this hey buddy you go and write <laughs> you get.
0: Hey, part, do you fucking, have any ideas for Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to make a Star Wars movie? Okay, go okay, go ahead. Just, just, no, no, no. It doesn't matter what happened. The just last connect
1: movie. it to that guy's. <laughs> right. And right, then right, you. Right. Um, okay. We. Ev- <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it fucking pissed, it. You are me. making look, look. You are making.
0: <laughs> you are making the point. Okay. <laughs> right. It, you are making the point, and I've look. I've said this. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. The this era of Star Wars that we have all just survived. Yeah. Okay, and I and I and I say that with with all <laughs> with all in all sincerity, and I'm going to demonstrate that to you in a few minutes when I read to you a comment from our Facebook wall yes. that was made just today from a listener who I love. Yeah. Um, but when I read you his comment, you will understand what I mean when I say this era of Star Wars that we have just survived. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, yeah, um, don't get
1: me wrong. Okay, I I. I don't hate the new movies that came out. I do not okay. hate them.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, but I, I, I knew, uh, the this underline, is underline, but the underline we need the is flash sound effect.
1: The under, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but the underline. Oh, <laughs> but the underline is. I hated the fact that they had no direction, and they exactly. come out. They 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 fucking announce this this these fucking novels, and they have pure direction. They have fucking boards with fucking (laughs) memos on them. Did they even have that when they fucking came out with The Force Awakens? Did they have any memos? Did they have those big boards? They had concepts like, hey, we want to fucking put the Millennium Falcon here. Uh, Chewbacca's going to be here. Uh, We're going to sprinkle a little R2-D2 here and then we're going to fucking put a little fucking C-3PO as well. Hey
0: guys, I have an idea. A silver (laughs) stormtrooper
1: Get the fuck out. Guys! No, no, that's not the best part.
0: A bigger Death Star.
1: It's going to be a girl.
0: Guys! A Death Star that can blow up five planets at once (laughs) instead of one planet at once.
1: Shut the front door!
0: Guys! (laughs) We'll get Gollum! (laughs) Everybody loves Gollum! Um... Okay, look, look. Okay, look. It's exa- exactly the point, Kev. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've said this before, and I, I will. You know, I-, I think in twenty years, everybody's going to look back at this era of Star Wars that we have all just survived. That has been like hell on earth for us, yeah. but we're going to look back at it as that hiccup at the beginning. Right, Because this is when Disney just got it and when Disney was just figuring out what the fuck to do with it. Like no idea what the fuck to do with it. Like what are we going to do? That's what this era has been. And guess what is happening now? Project Luminous is the attempt to turn Star Wars into Marvel, to turn it into Marvel films, to give them a backlog of stories Mm. to say, okay, what here in this pile of stories is good enough to make into a movie and that's our next movie in two years, right? right. So people are saying, uh, and and they're right; they're absolutely right. This is an attempt to fix exactly what you just said, hmm. and and in my opinion, this is what I've always said is going to happen. Yes, they tripped and stumbled a lot in the in the beginning, yep. even though they made a shit ton of money. Like nobody can deny, Kathleen Kennedy was super successful financially yep. in this era 100%. of Star Wars that has been so brutal on us fans. Yep. It's so many ways, um, like Kev. I gotta tell you, like the farther away we get from the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. the more I just hate the whole damn thing. Like the the more I think it's just it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like Return of the Jedi, the ending of Return of the Jedi is the real ending. Like yeah. it's like the ending of. Of rise of skywalker i don 't know what the fuck that is, yeah. but the ending of Return of the Jedi is the ending of star wars of of the of the Skywalker saga anyway, and this new news that we got that the, uh, that a novel just came out that apparently states that it 's Canon now that Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker was a clone
1: yeah.
0: so it wasn 't even Palpatine didn't survive Return of the Jedi. He was cloned. But then, Okay, then why were his hands burnt, yeah. melted? Like, and why does every detail that comes out of Star Wars make no sense like that, like what I just said? Like, it makes no sense that he's a fucking clone because why is he all melted then? And why is he all half – why is he all weak and on life support if he's a clone? Yeah. Why isn't he fine if he's a clone? Like, it, it's like – and every fucking detail that comes out of Lucasfilm – like, about that trilogy is so fucking stupid. And it's just mind-blowingly stupid. And this Project Luminous is an attempt to fix that. It's like, okay, we're going to create lore now, and it's going to be, like, planned and tracked, and we are going to pick the the diamonds out of the ocean of shit that this is obviously going to be, like you and I have already uh you know kind of uh touched on. Yeah. Um uh, but every once in a while they will be, you know, like Clone Wars had Ahsoka, right? Yep. Pluck that out, and there you go. There's something of value that we can make money on in the future, right? Yeah. That's what this fucking Project Luminous thing is, and I and you know what? I feel like call me in 10 years. I feel like fine, write all these books, put them out, write all these comics, put them out. Call me in 10 years when you've got like like Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Call me in call me when you've gone through your whole cycle of you know just spitting out story after story after story and you've you've got like half a dozen half decent stories to tell me but right now man i'm tired of star wars news like i yeah. i don't like i fuck man like,
1: mandalorian though i'm
0: so negative i don't want to be negative i like <laughs> mandalorian though fun. Sure, mandalorian's fun and i'm saying <laughs> i'm looking forward, I'm looking forward yeah, to, to you know the the Cassian Andor series yeah. is supposedly in in production right now, yeah. supposedly filming right now, mm-hmm. and that is the thing that I should probably be super excited about, right? I love Rogue One, I loved, I, I wanted more from those characters. Yeah. I wanted Rogue One to be, um, I wanted it to be a, a series instead of a movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this just of course, there's tons to be excited about uh in star wars but right now man i have a bad taste in my mouth after this sequel trilogy and i just i'm just like every time there's a piece of news i'm negative about it i am i, yeah. I just, anyway um hey
1: man, I'm, I'm 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 there with you but i'm, yeah. not, I'm not bashing it yeah so it's all good.
0: anyway um today there was a this, this post on our page um I, posted, I reposted an article from Collider.com talking about the Rise of Skywalker novel yeah. confirms Palpatine was a clone. And I just posted it with the comment, weird. Because uh, obviously, that's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Donovan Page, uh, I, I, a listener, I assume, because he's commenting on our Facebook page, um, he posts this. And this is just so illustrative. Like, Remember when we had uh, Ben Hart on here and I was yeah. talking about, man, like the struggle to cover Star Wars. It's this—it's just, just like so mentally tiring to me mm-hmm. <laughs> to like deal with everybody's like personal psychosis about Star Wars, about like, like Star Wars fans have been so like, I don't know. I want I don't want to say abused by this era, but I guess, I guess we have kind of been abused by this era and and we've all kind of gone into our own personal psychoses. And mm. this comment, Donovan, I love you, man. And I, and if you're listening, and if you do listen, uh, thank you so much. Um, but like you have illustrated to me why I I like don't want to talk about Star Wars too much anymore. <laughs> Here it is. So the article is you know about the book and about a being clone. And Donovan just just comments bullshit. That's just pulled out of Disney's ass, just to cater to Raylo. Okay, so I should stop here. Um, cater to Raylo. Uh, if you're not deep into Star Wars uh, fandom, then you probably don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, Raylo is a generic term for Star Wars fans who were hoping that the sequel trilogy was going to end with oh, Ray <laughs> and Kylo. Yeah. Being romantically connected, yeah. um, so Star Wars is divided politically, kind of between Raylos and non-Raylos. But I say kind of because it's 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 not a real thing. And Donovan, I, I need you to think about this. Um, Raylos <clears throat> are not a real thing, and non-Raylos are not a real thing because, like, as your as your post, which I will continue to read, like accurately depicts. Like, there is no black and white. There is no 100%. We all agree and disagree on, like, some stuff and other stuff differently. Yeah. None of us are uniform. There's no, like, we're all on one side of a wall and we're all on the other side of a wall. That does not exist. No. There's a Venn diagram that crosses every, like, the Venn diagram, I don't even know. It's it's like a lotus flower. But, um... <laughs> Let me continue with Donovan's Damn post. Uh, bullshit, that's just pulled out of Disney's ass just to cater to Ray Lowe. Thanks to them and their hatred towards Finn for not being played by Ansel Elgort. Now, look, Donovan, I am about, about as Star Wars nerdy as it gets, man, and I have no idea what the fuck that is, man. <laughs> like, you are on a level, obviously, that I'm not even aware of, and... And, and wow. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> saying that he's gay for his buddy, Poe, talking about Finn still yep. saying that he's gay for his buddy, Poe, just because they don't want him with Ray and that they want to make look okay, this should have been a new sentence. So I'll stop. But, <laughs> uh, so he just made a point that he thinks Ray Lowe's. Are accusing Finn of being attracted to Poe because Finn should obviously be with Ray. So, like, this is just Donovan saying, "I think Finn should have been with Ray," and I'm mad about that. But he's then accusing. Then he's saying there's this whole thing of called Raylos where everybody thinks Finn. Look, first of all, I wanted Ray and Kylo to have a, a a Romeo and Juliet kind of tragic connection. Yes, I did want there to be some kind of romantic connection there. Um, And and I also wanted Finn and Poe to have a romantic connection. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't Finn that I thought was attracted to Poe. I thought it was Poe was attracted to Finn. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, anyway, um, I'm only like a quarter of the way through this. (laughs) Uh, Just because they don't want him with Ray, you know, that's ridiculous. And they want to make Luke look bad by having him breastfed by a fish and killed off and killed off. Okay. Um, look, um, that was a comic moment. You didn't think it was funny, um, but it, it wasn't there to make Luke look bad. It was, right. like, it was like when Yoda uh, went rifling through Luke's lunchbox on Dagobah and ate his breadsticks. It was a comic moment.
1: You know what I got from that? (laughs) The first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, so that's where blue milk comes from. And Luke is always like blue milk.
0: (laughs) Right. That's that's
1: what I got from that.
0: Unfortunately, it was green milk. Yeah, it was greenish. But you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe it wasn't pasteurized yet. (laughs) You are right that there is precedent. (laughs) There is precedent that Luke likes to drink milk. Yes,
1: absolutely. Okay.
0: So, um true um but i i think it was also insinuated that the milk from that creature had an intoxicating effect like he was an alcoholic right. for that for this milk but that was part of the comic moment of luke is now this decrepit Perfect. and and kind of weird old master the way yoda was yeah. a decrepit weird old master well, what about when One?
1: Luke he like, was, fucking was in hiding
0: right and mm-hmm. that's not making him look bad. That's fulfilling his character arc. Yeah. And and Luke dying is, it was a beautiful thing that I loved. Mm-hmm. And and I, like, it's got nothing, to, like, I don't want to make Luke Skywalker look bad. He's my favorite character. Like, I, I I'm sorry, but, um, you know, if you want to talk about Luke Skywalker as a character, Donovan, like, I could talk about that to you all night, and um, I think maybe I could change your mind about his ending not being perfect. But, um, okay, I'm like not even halfway through this no. yet. Um, so, <clears throat> Luke uh, Luke looked bad by having him breastfed by a fish and killed off, and have Snoke in drag. So I guess he didn't. I guess he thought the gold robe was like effeminate. Yeah, I guess. Um, no, that was a gold robe like a like a rich man would wear, just like, yeah, like Biff 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 Tannen wore in. Back to the Future 2 or 3? Yeah, Which three. one was it? It was, three. it was 3. It was like exactly the same fucking robe. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, 2, 2. two. It was
1: 2, sorry. It was three.
0: supposed to be... They went to, but what it the really was supposed to be, Donovan, was a Trump robe. That's yeah. why it was gold. It was supposed to it was supposed to represent Trump. Um, he, okay. Uh, so Snoke in drag and killed off, instead of Snoke being Plagueis... Luke's father now you got to stop you got to stop there because you're getting your canon wrong okay Plagueis is not Luke's father in canon Um, Palpatine is it it happens in the in the the comics Uh, look it up Uh, Palpatine uses the dark side to artificially inseminate uh, Shmi Skywalker with Anakin Skywalker Um, that is ignored in the movies even, uh, but it was canonized in the comics mm. uh, in the la- in the last two years. I think it's re- a recent comic. Um, it's not hard to find if you Google it. Um, you know what? And I'm and I. Yeah, you know what? It would have been awesome if they figured out a way to work in Plagueis because Plagueis was mentioned in the prequel series. Yep. Um and that For drop sure. For sure. was kind of wasted. Yeah. But um, you know, we're all disappointed in certain elements of the storytelling, Donovan. Uh I'm sorry about that. Uh okay, so I'm almost the halfway point. Uh and treat Ray like Kylo's trophy when he just murdered his and possibly her dad. Okay. I didn't like that Kylo killed Han Solo, and I thought Han Solo's death was the worst part of this whole thing. Really, um, and I did not like. I I did have a problem with Ray being attracted to the asshole. But look, my entire life, I've had a problem with girls that I like being attracted to assholes. And I felt in this movie, that was kind of a realistic plot element. I didn't, like, I didn't think that was bad at all. I didn't think that was, you know, maybe it wasn't, fem- it wasn't feminist. It definitely wasn't feminist. But it, it was realistic to me. I identified with it. Um, okay, where are we here, Donovan? Uh, <laughs> Kill he just murdered the, his
1: and on the way to kill
0: his mother is on the way to kill his mother, okay, so yeah, she he was fucking evil, and it's it's and and Ray probably shouldn't have been attracted to this fucking evil dude um but um, look man, the anti hero is a thing like people are attracted to evil dudes, it's just a thing uh you know it's the world we live in, I'm sorry, um okay, so now here he goes again. G, all caps, if Raylo stayed out of the way and left Finn and Ray alone, okay, so in, in his mind, right, Finn, Ray, and, Ray yeah, were, Finn and Ray were, were it was it, supposed to be together, yeah. right? In his mind, Finn and Ray were going to be together, but then these Raylo fans got so upset that everything changed. And then Finn and Ray didn't get to. Like, that's what he thinks. He actually thinks that. That that JJ's original plan was for Finn and Ray to be romantically connected. But that the but the fans like this is psychotic, Donovan. You have gone down the rabbit hole, okay? And it's and I'm sorry, it's not a personal attack. We all have done this. Like all Star Wars fans have done this. And I'm not even two thirds of the way through your, your, your message here. And, 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 and I'm, I'm worried about you, bro. And I'm, and I, and I, if it was, and I've done this, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not better than you. I'm not talking down to you at all, at all, mm-hmm. at all. I want to bring you to the place I'm at though. Right. Like I, I will never do this again. Like I, <laughs> I look at this and I see myself and I see where I used to be and I'm just, I'm glad I'm sick of Star Wars right now, Kev. I'm yeah. sick, like cuz this is what it's done to us. Where was I?
1: <laughs> uh, away, left uh, alone, Luke would have been alive and
0: facek Luke would have been alive. Okay, so again, with the whole you don't think that the plan was always to kill Luke? It was always for Han to die in the first one, mm-hmm. Luke to die in the second one and Leia to die in the in third, third one. Way. And you and you're sitting here saying if Raylo stayed out of it, Luke would be alive. That's that's just wrong, and it's. And I'm sorry, but okay. I keep apologizing.
1: I still um. <laughs> I still feel that uh, Luke and and Kylo Ren should have had a proper lightsaber battle, and he should have killed Luke.
0: I you know, I think you know lots I mean? of things like, should have been different. I thought Cap. it was cool what they we
1: did. All, don't get me wrong.
0: I think should have been different. I
1: I, I really liked what they did. I just didn't like the fact that he faded away. He should have he should have had his redemption in the beginning of episode nine. I don't know. That's I that's the way that. I always felt. So.
0: Um, it's the only part of the sequel trilogy that I think is perfect is, yeah. the, Luke is the Luke Skywalker part. It's the only part that I think is perfect. Yeah. And the Han Solo scene in Rise of Skywalker was mm-hmm. redemption to me for yeah. Han Solo's death yeah, in The yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah, for sure. um, and that's still true. But even if I lift out those couple of parts that move me about this trilogy... Mm. It shouldn't have fucking happened. It should it was it's 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 awful. It's awful. It's in a fucking abomination. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me get back to this. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, because Donovan and I obviously Donovan and I agree. This is my point, right? Donovan and I agree on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Right? We we both have huge massive problems mm-hmm. with this trilogy, right? But like, we, we, we go down this rabbit hole of this, this blaming and this making up imaginary forces out there working against us. And like, I don't know. Uh, where was that? <laughs> if Raylo stayed out of it out of the way and left Finn and Ray alone, Luke would be alive and face Kylo off with his classic green lightsaber and face Snoke off with the Force. Like, okay, but it's not Luke's movie. It's like Ray is the hero of this trilogy, not Luke. Yeah. So, like, I'm sorry about that. Like, that wasn't my decision, but that's like that's what it was. And if if Luke had done all of that, it would have been Luke's trilogy again. And that's not what this is. You know, it never was. Um, no, we want a brother and sister romance and ship her boyfriend with his friend because of all the racial shit they said about him. And are desperate to kill Luke off for that payload. See, I don't even understand the last sentence, right? Like, by the time he gets to the last sentence, he's barely speaking the English language anymore. He's gone so deep into his psychotic rage, uh, typing out this post, that... Um, like he's basically speaking in ton in tongues at the end here. Um, I love this post. I, I, like, I love it. Like a Donovan. I love it. Uh, I love, I love it. Cause it's, it was, it's such a clear illustration of man. Um, I'm over talking about Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> even though I'm talking about Star Wars right now. Yeah. Um, it, this is like ther- this is like the therapy of like of like working it out now. This is like PTSD <laughs> uh, therapy.
1: Yeah.
0: Am I going overboard?
1: Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so we uh, Boom. on uh, Mr. Donovan's
0: post. <laughs> yes thank you so, thank you donovan yeah. thank you donovan we, yes, thank we you. appreciate your post we, and we don't uh, want you to stop posting we we absolutely love absolutely not um, we love your post we love
1: oh. we love uh we love engaging with the audience so yeah uh keep and, up. um yeah so um we I watched a little
0: i say i enjoyed it yeah go ahead
1: we watched a little show called star trek picard um Episodes 5 and 6 That's right But Kev
0: But but Kev Can we talk about something else first Oh Um, what are we
1: going to talk about Sorry I thought we were done with Star Wars
0: uh, We are done with Star Wars But Uh, there was another There was another news item That caught our eye This past couple of weeks Um,
1: (laughs) Didn't see that coming did you
0: (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) Go ahead. Indiana Jones 5 will not be directed by Steven Spielberg. No.
1: Which is a little odd because he directed all four films.
0: Indiana Jones is Steven
1: Spielberg's
0: baby. Yeah. Indiana Jones is Steven Spielberg's calling card is star Wars.
1: well yeah it was uh it was the baby of uh george lucas and and uh steven spielsberg
0: like does does spielberg I mean, have another series like I, I it's only like series of films isn't uh, it?
1: series well unless you count jaws but he true. only directed the first one
0: true right? true true so this is, this is very unusual news that mm. Steven Spielberg is not going to be directing well, Indiana Jones.
1: He, he executive produced Portuguese.
0: Yeah, and he's going to be executive producing this movie, which yeah. is now going to be directed by the great James Mangold. And mm. I'm sure there's nobody who doubts that James Mangold can do a great job on an Indiana Jones film. Um, as long
1: as they give us a good script...
0: And I wanted to add, like, if you remember Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't remember um,
1: that film. That was the dream.
0: Then you know that Steven <laughs> Steven Spielberg is entirely capable of doing a bad job yes. uh, making an Indiana Jones film. Yes, yes. Um so I like I don't know what the reason like it's first of all, this thing is way overdue in production. This was announced like five years ago. Yes. It was supposed to I believe it was originally said that it was supposed to come out in 2018 and it's not even started yet. So it is, it has been, I don't know for what reason, put off and put off and put off many, many times at this point. Yeah. So pardon me. Um, you know, it's obvious. I mean, it seems obvious that it's obviously some kind of frustration. Yeah. That's made him step away. from.
1: I feel like it's them trying to perfect the script because, uh, Remember what happened last time?
0: <laughs> well, that's exactly the thing, right? Like <laughs> when you, when you start with the script of Crystal Skull, you, there's no way you're getting a good movie out of it. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously they had they have to be really really concerned about script and but like after this long, like it's like it's Hollywood. You, you should have been able to cobble something together that's like decent enough. Um, you know, it's the Spielberg. Uh, team here—they got to have the most resources in Hollywood. Yeah. You'd think there would be something usable, uh, something passable, something workable coming up here. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I, I, I really am clueless. Um, Harrison Ford is so old; he's almost eighty, yeah. um, and um, so you cannot count on him to be your action lead in this. You like. Y- I don't know what they're going to do with this movie, Kev. I guess yeah. here's here's where I'm at, Kev. What can they do with this movie? Right, what can right. they do with this movie to make us excited about seeing it? Because right now I'm not like I I'm I'm feeling like Crystal Skull vibes, and I'm remembering what a letdown that was. Yeah, that, and, that bad um,
1: Crystal Skull taste in your mouth still. Like, I've
0: yeah, been. yeah, you know, and this. This attempt to ram Shia LaBeouf down our throats um mm-hmm. and and hand the franchise to him just because he'd just been in Transformers and that was one of the most successful movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um and which obviously turned out to be an embarrassing misstep for them because Shia LaBeouf went so like nuts, yeah. <laughs> like, like he could not lead a franchise of yeah. that size. You you can't count on him. He's uh scary, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um so I don't know what you do here. Like I don't know what you do now after Crystal Skull. Uh, I guess th- this is going to be set in the '60s. Um, so uh, the time period could could you could get into some like maybe James Bondy kind of uh, espionage kind of stuff mm. um, instead of Nazis. Russians. Um, but man, I don't know what to do. Like honestly. I think I would bring back Shia LaBeouf now, uh, really? as messed up as oh, messed up man. as he is. I oh. think I think that would give it grit. I think, yeah, like Indiana Jones's son is a messed up dude, uh, and but but then he gets on this adventure and he has to pull it together and and get through this adventure, even though he's such a messed up dude. Yeah. But but Indy can only be a mentor because he's so old, right? And, but then this messed up Shia LaBeouf has to pull himself together enough to to take care of his old father. And get through this adventure at the same time. Like I, I think there's something compelling there if you use that. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like I, I, I don't.
1: Yeah. No. What, I. I what, don't what's, know. what's What's
0: What's going to get me excited about Indiana Jones Five? I don't know.
1: Uh, I could tell you one thing that would get everyone excited. Uh, bring back Sean Connery. <laughs> You know it's that's not going to happen. That, but that's a must. No, that's yeah. a must. Okay, um, it's not going to happen, right? I'm
0: sure. Give us, give us a movie with. Do what I said. Bring in, bring Shia LaBeouf back. Since you fucking made him his son in yeah. the last one, yeah. if that was your, that was your call. Live with it and fucking own it and make it awesome, yeah. and make it even more awesome by bringing back Sean Connery. Give us the three generations and fuck. Holy shit! It's been ten years. Yeah. Or how long? How long longer since Crystal Skull?
1: Oh, Crystal Skull. Fifteen years? Uh, no, I think maybe like ten. is about accurate. I thought you were going to say okay. since since um since uh, what's his face um, Sean Connery? Um,
0: okay, that's been even longer. Go another full fucking step. Give give Shia LaBeouf a 10, 12 year old kid, yeah. and then make that kid the future of the franchise. Boom! Fixed. Yeah. Fixed. I fixed it. I fixed Indiana Jones.
1: Fucking bring in Joachlin Phoenix. He play his brother played the young version of <laughs> Jones.
0: That would be the movie <laughs> I'd watch. You give me the movie with Sean Connery, Harrison Ford, Shia LaBeouf, and A New Kid. Yeah. That's the movie I'm going so to. So The see. Last that's...
1: Crusade came out in eighty-nine. Crystal Skull came out in two thousand eight. Two thousand eight? That's twelve, 12 years, years.
0: Twelve is, a, years 12 12 years is perfect ago. the perfect age for the Indiana Jr. series. Indiana Jr., Jr., Jr. Yes.
1: <laughs> that That's a joke right there in the film alone. Just bring in Sean Carney, Jr., Jr.,
0: Jr. Somebody walks in and goes, <laughs> Somebody walks in and goes, Dr. Jones, and all three of them answer at the same time. Come on. Come on. Come on.
1: <laughs> I don't think the 12 year old would be.
0: A Doctor Jones, yeah. Daughter, twelve-year-old daughter. Daughter, there you even. Go.
1: Oh man, Oop. you're.
0: <laughs> I just saved Indiana Jones. I just call Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I I just saved his franchise.
1: Hello, Mr. Spielberg. This is uh, Jeremy Duff. Um... <laughs>
0: Look, dude, I know you've been struggling for five <laughs> years to come up with a script that people are going to give a shit about for Indy 5, so peep this, brother. No, wait a minute. Write me a check, then I'll tell you. you <laughs> real? <laughs> this is a, <laughs> a stick-up.
1: Oh, uh, shit. Oh, I guess uh, I guess time will tell on uh, good old Indiana Jones.
0: But um, They call me, I'll fix everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. There you go. If they they just call me. I'm easy to find.
1: Lucasfilm should call both of us, and we should just go in and fix everything.
0: I would... You don't know how much... You don't know how fixed (laughs) everything would fucking be. (laughs) No, you know what? Okay, here's a good question, Kev. All right. If you you could fix... Hollywood will put you in charge of one franchise to to fix. Mm -hmm. One franchise. What's the most... What franchise needs it the most? What would you do the best job at? What franchise would you... Boom! Yes, this is the one I'm going to take. I'm going to. This is what I'm. This is the one.
1: Oh man! So there's there's a few franchises that need to be fixed. I would um, struggle to
0: answer this question too. There's yeah. so many.
1: Well, um,
0: okay. you got to pick one. Sophie's choice. You got to pick one. All the other franchises get to die because you don't get to save them. But you can save one.
1: I can save one franchise. I, I guess I would have to save Star Wars. You I mean know, fix it? Yes, I would have to. I would have to fix Star Wars, uh, probably because that's the one I'm the most passionate about. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's there's some there's some remakes out there that that could use a little adjustments. Uh, for yeah. example, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um. Man, so many. Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, I feel I feel like like uh. Some i would people, love to make
0: a new friday 13th movie uh friday 13th
1: and uh, another one. apparently uh um, i think i could fix that franchise it's coming apparently it's, coming. Apparently it's it. coming uh apparently. yeah it's always
0: coming they um, always try but yeah. they always it, they always suck
1: what's his face um uh why am i drawing a blank on his, on his name um basketball player um oh my god <laughs> apparently he's he's the one that wants to bring back friday 13th um
0: who, LeBron James?
1: LeBron, thank you. Fuck. I don't know. Why I can remember his name. LeBron James. Apparently nice. he's the one that wants to bring it back. Nice. Which is kinda weird. Like nice. LeBron in Friday the thirteenth. I don't see it. But anyways.
0: If he's uh, Jason.
1: Oh, can you imagine? That'd be fucking dope. Fucking he's the, he's, Jason. He's,
0: he's the perfect He's the perfect Jason. He's a little lanky for that though, no? No, he's huge. LeBron is bulky, dude. He's yeah. a bus. Okay. Yeah. He's a he's a double wide. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: <laughs> no, Friday the 13th is a good one. Yeah,
0: uh, that wouldn't. But you would pick Star Wars. It would be a tough call for me between Star Wars and DC because I really like. Oh
1: yeah, DC, man, fuck off, oh, man. Dude. I
0: That's... I could I I could fucking fix yeah. DC. I think I think I I think they need me more than anybody. I yeah. um. But and I and I know exactly what I would do. Like I would with every with every major tentpole DC character to yeah. fix that franchise. Yeah. They should they should call me Warner Brothers. You should call me. I will fix. Everything I promise. <laughs>
1: there you go. <clears throat> there you
0: go. Anyways, um, okay. Is that all the news of the week we want to cover?
1: Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we covered it. Um, okay. Anything worth talking about? Anyways.
0: Anyway, I think James Mangold will make a decent indie five. I think. Yeah. Um, I think you know they only have to pull out a decent workable script, um, and uh, and give it to us. Yeah. No aliens. That's all.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Unless unless they go the route that uh we were talking about before we started recording, is if they fucking find a Stargate and Indiana Jones meets Han Solo. That's the only way. Else, yeah. That shit.
0: You know, someday that's gonna happen. <laughs> someday, someday, Kev. It's all gonna. Someday the walls are gonna come down, and and Wolverine is gonna be flying the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Through, uh, you know, Wreck-It Ralph's arcade, it's it's all the walls are going to come down and all the IPs are going to cross over, yeah. and and yes, probably twenty years after Harrison Ford is dead, he will digitally meet himself. <laughs> Han Solo, Han Solo and Indiana Jones will probably go on some adventures together yeah. in some future Disney films. I have no doubt of that. I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Looking no, forward. But, uh... to it. I'm looking forward to. It.
1: Yeah, no. I'm just, I just brought him up. Um, he does have a very impressive resume. Like Who's who, that? Sorry, uh, James Mangold. Uh, yeah. I was oh trying yeah. To remember what he did? Wolverine.
0: Yes, and Logan.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry, Logan. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And among many, many, many other great movies, yeah. uh, he's, uh, he's a he's a he's a good director.
1: Ferrari recently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I yeah, actually so, really enjoyed that film too. That was good.
0: He's a definitely a. Uh, A-list Hollywood director and uh, mm-hmm. worthy of of stepping in to take Steven Spielberg's director role. And you know what? Remember the great success that George Lucas had when he stepped aside and allowed somebody else to direct The Empire Strikes Back. Absolutely. The greatest Star Wars film Why? of all time. Why? Which will live on forever, which will never be outdone. <laughs> As we have proven over and over again with every Star Wars release. Yes. Boom. Done. <laughs> Star Trek, Picard, Picard, episodes five and six. We don't have music for this. <laughs>
1: uh, let's improvise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> this 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 Star Trek series—you could use any other sci-fi shows theme music because it it rips them all off. Yeah. Um, all right, mm-hmm. so.
1: Let's let's set it up here. Star Trek. Picard.
0: <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> the Soji is out
1: there. <laughs> all right, let's start with uh, episode five. <clears throat>
0: Okay, Kev, what happened in episode five? Fill us in.
1: You tell me, man. I just, I just watch this <laughs> shit. I just watch it. I don't pay attention. They, episode they went five. To, they went to bite
0: <laughs> That's right. No, they went to free, free world, free <clears throat> land, free zone. <clears throat> Let me ask you
1: this before we they went get to in.
0: Space Vegas.
1: Yeah, before we even get into this, um, yo, how do you feel about Star Trek getting yes. bite right? And not Star Wars getting by right.
0: That's an excellent point. No, <laughs> um, you know what this was? Yeah, it was a buck. It was a Buck Rogers. Remember Buck Rogers, the TV series? Yeah, of course. Hold on, I got to look up the name of the Buck Rogers character because they ripped off a character from the Buck Rogers TV show. Are you talking about the big dude? No, the 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 hot, sexy villainess who always wore like ki- like lacy, shiny, frilly, like a uh, sparkly cat suits, yeah, and okay. she and she lived on a world where it was like like she was always at a big party, and it was like exactly the same fucking.
1: Oh,
0: ah, yeah. uh, man, I gotta. I, I'm um, looking it up.
1: She just sounds like the basically every 80s sci-fi villainess ever.
0: <laughs> you know yeah but she's legendary and i should remember her name yeah, I'm, pulling a, I'm pulling an image of now. Pri- so princess was... ardala okay. Yeah, okay princess ardala was just she was so vampy and, and a lot of female buck rogers characters were very vampy and like the, and they wore outfits like this and mm. she was such a throwback this character from this episode who was the villainess who was Uh, the foil for Seven of Nine. She's basically uh, a big-time gangster Mm -hmm. who her trade is um, harvesting uh, modifications, body parts from Mm Borgs. And for some reason they do it completely cruelly they don't sedate the borgs or they just perform surgery on them while they're conscious yep. i never i never really got understood that part from the episode like why they did it cruelly like they seem to enjoy like just be cruel about it like yeah. like it like this is the 24th century you can like sedate somebody like you know like mm-hmm. it's hypospray like you can you can replicate that shit And it's free and like, so they're intentionally torturing these, um, former Borg to steal their Borg parts and sell Borg technology on the black market. So Mm. she's evil, evil as fuck. Um, and seven of nine, uh, is part of uh, a group of Rangers, space Rangers kind Mm. of thing. Who um, kind of are outside the law. They're kind of vigilantes. Mm. Um, and they uh, they fight against evil characters like this one. Who uh, are doing this cruel shit. Um, I don't know. This is all like... Uh, it's it's kind of standard pop science fiction fair. Not even science fiction-y completely 100%. But um, it doesn't feel like Star Trek to me too much. Right. But it's, it's fine. Like it's 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 all fine. I was fine with it. I don't know. Um, it's a fun episode. Uh, Seven of nine is uh, very swashbuckly, very badass mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, uh, there's some cool this it, the action the action scenes in this in this show are fun and there is some cool character interplay I wanted to say this is the first time we have like an away mission for the crew where they all go down to the planet together and they all get in costume and they all get in character Yeah, and it, it really felt like an old school next generation episode in that capacity um, complete with Elron making the data jokes like I was I was totally I was
1: say. Yeah, spot was very, on right yeah he was very like I guess comic relief
0: Remember when I said Elnor was the data? Mm. Uh, he made the exact jokes Data would have made. Oh, wait a minute, we're pretending. Oh, we're not pretending now. Yeah. Like it was this like the exact fucking jokes that Data would have gotten. Um, but funny still, like he's a fun character. I love him. Um, when they and had the those,
1: whole uh, pop up ads on the uh, on the on the starship. Yeah, that was a was fun like, thing what, when they arrived... Want- when
0: they. When they arrive at the Vegas planet, mm-hmm. um, they all get Vegas pop-up ads from yeah. this planet and it's all personalized to their personal, um, tastes and, uh, yeah, Elnor has a funny joke. He didn't get one. Um, cause he's so boring. Um, yeah. Uh, it was uh, like a fun away mission and a fun, a fun villain character. But it did feel very Buck Rogersy, like I said. And her bodyguard character was was cool and and fun. A fun alien. Um, I really actually enjoyed episode five. Uh, mm. It has a, a crazy twist at the end. Uh, you know, we find. Uh, the, the uh, roboticist that we were looking for, uh, Doctor... I forget his name now, but um, the one from Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. the one who is responsible for creating Soji and Dodge, the offspring of Data. Um, and we find out in this episode, first of all, that uh, our Doctor Jurati, uh, member of the crew, was actually his lover... In the past. Mm. And then in the episode. At the, the end of the episode after we rescue him. Dr. Gerardi, Who up until this point. Has been this kind of nerdy. Awkward. Uh, comedic relief character. Mm. Murders. Uh, the geneticist. Or yeah. the, the, the roboticist. The damn. What is, he, what is his name? I don't know. I am looking for it right now because it is bad that I keep trying to talk about him and don't have his name. Hmm. Dr. Bruce Maddox. Okay. Okay. She murders Maddox and I'm not sure that I understood why. I, I, I think what she said to him was because you and I are the only two who know where Soji is. Right. Did you get that from that?
1: I didn't really catch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it was, she she whispers something at that to moment. him. Uh, and yeah. I really don't understand why Dr. Jurati killed Maddox. And I think Dr. Jurati has some dark secrets. Yeah, um, most definitely. Remember a couple of episodes ago, she showed up and killed two Romulan assassins. Mm-hmm. Like, she rescued Picard. From Romulus, just by walking into the room and shooting them yeah. and going, Oh my god, who did I just shoot?
1: Yeah.
0: And so I think maybe that was a hint that there's something going on, more going on with her than Most we definitely. have yep. been told. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And definitely we find that out at the end of episode five when she murders Maddox. Yeah. Um, weird. I don't know. I, I don't know where I am on this, on uh, this Dr. Girardi thing. I was, at, at the moment when she was murdering Maddox, I was like, this is dumb. She, like, she shouldn't be able to turn off the emergency medical hologram. Mm-hmm. The emergency medical hologram shouldn't be able to just, like, watch somebody kill somebody. Like, uh, like this, the ship's systems would have backups to stop that from happening. Like, I did, I don't know. It was weird. Um, yeah. Kind of dumb. I want to say about this show, Kev. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I don't know if you're enjoying it or not. Or if you're just watching it because I'm forcing YouTube, uh,
1: it's okay. Uh, I probably wouldn't be watching it if uh, we weren't talking about it on the
0: show. right, right. Um, yeah. I would just because, like I said a couple times already, I'll watch Patrick Stewart play this character no matter what. You know, I love Patrick Stewart and I love this character, so I'm gonna watch this show regardless.
1: That's fair.
0: A- and I'm enjoying it, and I don't want to stop watching it. Yeah. Having said all of that, Kevin, Mm -hmm. it's a dumb show. Uh, It's pretty bad. Uh, The writing is dumb. Um, Every 30 seconds, the writing of this show makes me stop and go, what? Like, that wouldn't happen. Like, this is dumb. Why would they do? Like, this doesn't make any sense. It's just like, but at the same time, every episode I go, that was funny. I laugh. Uh, I go that was a fun fight scene that was a cool action sequence you know I could think of a couple of actions of sequences in this film and this show sorry Mm -hmm. that I think were better than a lot of stuff in the next generation movies okay I I I think it's entertaining Mm mm-hmm but bad. And I've just, I've said this, this has turned into a thing for me. I think on this podcast, um, it's a personal philosophy that I've developed okay. there. There are bad movies that I like, yeah, and there are good movies. There are good movies that I don't like. And it, it is a thing. Like I am capable of saying, I hate this, but I, I understand that it's good. And I am capable of saying, I love this, but I understand that it's bad. And, <laughs> This is why I say – this is why I think we have to get over getting offended when people say they don't like something that we like. Because when, something, when somebody doesn't like something you like, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's different, right? It's a different uh, measurement, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can critically appraise something completely separate from your op- opinions and feelings of it, right? right? And so I think like doing this podcast for me has really has really kind of – put a point on that on the difference between like mm, criticizing something based on its merits Mm -hmm. and having my own opinions and feelings about it right editorializing versus criticizing okay um is i I guess the point i want to make here um i really enjoy this show Mm -hmm. uh it's fun for me okay but it's uh, but it's a bad show it's 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 dumb, and uh, a lot of people are out there criticizing it, slamming it, saying that it's not true Star Trek, that it, go- it flies in the face of Star Trek, that this new era of Star Trek is is not real Star Trek, and they're all right. I like they're all they all have a good point, and but I'm not going to get on that. I'm not going to become one of these. Haters, uh, nice. I still love Patrick Stewart. I still love this character, and I still enjoy this show. Okay, uh, so let's move on. <laughs> right. Episode episode five, anyway. I don't know if we if we if we skipped any important details. Uh, fun fun Buck Rogers uh, female villain with a fun uh, Buck Rogers tough bodyguard, uh, um, uh, like right hand man. Uh, fun vegas uh location fun um away mission mm-hmm. uh like like a classic next generation episode would have right. um a fun mm-hmm. episode i really i really enjoyed it yeah. uh episode five i would give it an eight out of ten Easy. Okay. um how about you um
1: yeah like i said uh it was you
0: wouldn't watch it if i didn't make you but yeah nah, <laughs> but it's,
1: it, it was all right like i like i said uh i feel like they did cancel bite right right. <laughs> I think that's how Canto Bay should have been right. in um in Star Wars, but uh right. whatever. It is what it is. Yep. And um no, I I, you said what eight? Uh,
0: said eight? I gave it an, I gave it an eight out of ten, yeah. Um
1: I'm probably like seven.
0: Right. Word yeah.
1: up. Yeah.
0: I I I on to episode six. I wasn't feeling which...
1: Picard's French accent though. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cheesy.
0: Oh, his fake French is goofy yeah, yeah. over the top. He was he was trying to be funny. Yeah. I thought uh, that was kind of uh, funny. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. That really reminded me of classic, like hollow deck Picard yeah. uh from this generation. All right. I, I okay. anyway, episode six has us mm-hmm. really getting to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Because right. we have been waiting for Picard to find Soji since episode one. Right. Uh, and Picard has finally found out where Soji is on the Romulan artifact, Mm -hmm. uh, meaning the Borg cube that the Romulans own. Um, we found out in this episode where it is, it's in Romulan space. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they have to go to Romulan space to, uh, find Soji on the Borg cube. All right. Uh, Uh, in order to go there, they pull a move, uh, which is which I enjoyed. Uh, the character uh, Rami, Rami, um, uh, Raffi. Sorry, Raffi. Michelle Heard's character, who is back to her alcoholic drug mm-hmm. self after in episode five she attempted to reconcile with her estranged son and his pregnant wife, That's right. um, and was rejected because yeah. no her conspiracy theory chasing ways, uh, broke up her family a long time ago. And so this is the reason Rafi is such a broken down, uh, sad drug addicted character, uh, because her family have turned their back on her. Right. Um, so this gives some dramatic weight to Rafi. Uh, I'm Rafi is my least favorite character on the show. I'll be honest. Um, but she's not awful. Mm-hmm. She's not like I don't hate her. Um, she's a bit like over the top with the with the vaping and the drinking and the stumbling. Right. It's a bit it's a bit hamfisted, I think. But um, I don't know. She's okay. She's growing on me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have this scene where she calls her an old friend at Starfleet, and she pulls a favor to get Picard uh, democratic could cr- Credentials, diplomatic credentials, mm-hmm. so they can go to the board cube, um, unofficial Starfleet business kind of. Um. And they do. And uh, with, with Picard here, we get a lot of great old next generation stuff coming back for us. Because Picard going back to a Borg cube for the first time since he was assimilated, it brings back all of his PTSD from from the old days when he was Locutus of Borg uh, in some of the greatest uh, Star Trek uh, stories ever told. Right. Um, uh, so this is this is as as a next generation fan man this was great stuff. This okay. is you know Picard having flashbacks when he goes onto the Borg cube, Picard reuniting with Hugh. So this character of Hugh who is kind of, you know, I don't know, this Hugh actor I thought that was Q. It's Hugh with an H. Okay. Uh, I was no, Q. no, Q is a different cool. character. Q is a much different character. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is Hugh. This is the this is the first Borg hmm. who was saved from the Borg collective. Picard and the crew of the Enterprise captured Hugh and then they severed him from the board collective, and then they gave him his humanity back right. so Hugh has not seen Captain Picard since all of that happened, so this is a big emotional reunite reunion for Star Trek the Next Generation fans yeah. when Picard and Hugh are reunited, and all of a sudden it it flips the tables because Picard is so afraid. And out of his element, going back to the Borg Cube, he's like bringing back all his horrific memories. Right. But then suddenly, here's his old friend Hugh, who's actually important on this Borg board Cube. Will protect him here. Um, it's a. It was. It was a great moment for me uh, okay. when, when Picard and Hugh uh, reunited. Okay. Um, so. Uh, The whole Soji and the Romulan spies plot, which I think is the weakest part of the show, Mm -hmm. uh, comes to a head here. We have these two Romulan spies. They're the Tal Shiar brother and sister. I think they're twins. And um, they really feel like they're characters from a CW vampire show. Uh, They're like, ah, man, they're like. They 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 act like they're like sexual with each other, but they're really not. It's mm-hmm. like it's uh what what's that uh it's reminding me of some other old thing, but I can't think of it now. Uh anyway. I don't like these characters. Lucas um <laughs> No, no, not Luke. You know, I've heard people say that it's like a Cersei and Jamie Lannister thing, but it's right. not it's not. It's like if it is intempted to invoke that, then it's such a bad, like, imitation that I, I don't want to think that it is. Okay. Um, not my favorite characters, anyway. I'm hoping these characters don't last too long on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but this but this Romulan character, who's a spy, who's just trying to get the information out of Soji's head, and we don't know what the information is, um, I think we can, we can draw some conclusions, though, that um, Soji is supposed to be the destroyer who somehow leads all of synthetic life to wipe out all of normal biological life, right? right. This, is, this is the reason for the Tal Shiar's whole holy war against synthetic life is that they have this prophecy that this destroyer figure will one day make all of synths rise up and wipe out all of biological life. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory here, and I think episode 6 confirmed it, they, like, they've like they told us that they're trying to get some information out of her head, and the information is the location of something. Okay. And they, I think they've hinted that it's a location of a world where there's a lot of synth life. Uh, a lot of synth life who could come and wipe out all biological life and fulfill the prophecy that they're so worried about. Okay. Today, on this episode, sorry, on episode 6... They actually refer to it as the home world. And to me, that's one thing. I know where this whole series is going, Kevin. I have a prediction for you. Are you ready?
1: Go for it. you are not spoiling anything for me, man. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> the whole <laughs> prophecy of the Tal Shiar mm-hmm. is this. The Destroyer is going to lead the Borg against all... Uh, biological life in our quadrant and wipe us all out. The homeworld is the Borg homeworld. Okay. The Tal Shiar are trying to find the Borg homeworld so they can wipe out the Borg. Right. That's why we had in this episode Hugh and Captain Picard talking so much about how the Borg are not really villains, they're actually victims. Okay. Because this series is going to turn into Captain Picard. Saving the Borg from the tal Shiar okay, and eventually making the Borg and human's allies okay this is this is what I think the end game for this whole series is. Picard is going to be the ambassador that crosses the boundary mm-hmm. between humanity and and the Borg civilization once again, only he's going to bring us together. As friends, finally, once and for all. Okay. And Soji is going to be the key to all of that. Right. That's a big way off in the future prediction from Jer. But uh, I think that's where we're going here. I really do. Okay. Um, I also have another prediction. I see a love triangle coming in the future. Um, because I think when eventually the characters of Soji and Elnor meet, there's going to be some romance there. So she's going to go from the evil Romulan character Hmm. being her boyfriend to the completely good Romulan character probably being in love with her and her like fending off his advances for the rest of the show. Right. That's all my predictions for now. Anyway, episode, episode six, (coughs) what happens here? So, uh, we, we, we finally come to the fruition of this plot line where the Romulan spy dude is trying to get the information of Soji Uh, Soji's having nightmares and he uses a Romulan meditation therapy treatment to walk her through her nightmares and find out information out of her head. And through this process, Soji figures out that she's not real, that she's synthetic life. She also figures out that all of her stuff is only three years old instead of like instead of. 20 years old. Yep. She also figures out that her communications with her moms are all with her mom are all faked.
1: Yeah.
0: All of this happens so, in this episode. I was
1: going to say it's a lot to uh to uh, take in for somebody <laughs> in one episode.
0: Right. So, yeah. It really I, I this felt like a mid-season finale to me, right? Mm-hmm. Because all of this stuff was we've been working towards for 6 episodes now. Soji for this entire show has not known anything about who she is, about her sister dying, about uh, Picard, about anything else that's going on mm. in the show, yeah. Soji has been completely unaware of everything, and in this episode, not only does Picard finally find her, she finally becomes aware of everything that we've all been aware of this entire time. Yeah. So, this almost feels like like the end of episode one or the end of the first movie in a trilogy. Mm. Like, like it's definitely a major like um, plot delineation point here in this episode right um so uh soji uh through her dream meditation <clears throat> gives them uh some details about a location so they figured that they think they are able to find out where this world is now based on what they got from soji so they're done with her so then they decide to kill her <clears throat> in a weird stupid way a non another non-24th century thing He tries to kill her with poison gas and it's, it's out of this stupid Romulan Rubik's cube that he has.
1: Fucking Hellraiser cube.
0: Yeah. Like (laughs) this is the 24th century. We just say computer release poison gas in the, and that's what happens, right? We don't, we don't need your stupid Romulan Rubik's cube to kill somebody with poison gas, but whatever. It's a bad show. Like I said, um, uh, Soji, when she's attacked with the poison gas, her super robot powers kick in, of course, yeah. and she escapes. She punches her way through the floor, yeah. and then she <laughs> happens to drop through the floor right in front of Captain Picard. Picard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. It's fine. It's great. It's great. It's uh, Finally finally, they're reunited. We have this great moment where, where Soji's like, who the hell are you? I just found out that I'm a robot. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and Picard's like, Look, Trust here's every here's everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, your sister came to me. She wanted help. I couldn't help her. I've been searching for you. I know what's going on with you. I can tell you everything. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, Soji and Picard are united. Soji goes off with Picard. They have this weird Borg Queen thing. I don't want to get into like this is another thing that, as a nerd, I have a huge problem with. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to escape because the Romulans are coming after Picard and Soji and Hugh now, and they have to escape. Hugh leads them to a secret room, which was the Borg Queen's chamber, on the Borg cube, and the Borg Queen has this super teleporter, yeah. which is a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah, Just like in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek series movies, <clears throat> they changed transporting, so that you could transport, like, as far away as you want, like across the galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, they call it quantum transporting. I think something like that. Um, Stargate. Yeah, um, <laughs> you. At that point, at that point, you've ruined Star Trek because you don't need starships anymore. Mm. You could just teleport anywhere in the galaxy. You don't need starships anymore. So you broke the whole universe just by putting that new technology into the plot. So the same thing happens in this episode. Mm. The Borg have a technology where they can transport 40,000 light years, which is really far. Now, if the Borg had the technology to transport themselves 40,000 light years, the Borg would all transport themselves to earth and assimilate it in 30 seconds. Mm. That's exactly what they would do. Uh, so, the fact that they have this, and the only reason they use it, the only thing they use it for is for board queens to have a secret escape mechanism to escape the board cubes.
1: Right.
0: Another thing that wouldn't, like, I'm, I'm going down nerdy wormholes here, but. Mm. The Borg Queen would not need to fucking escape the Borg Cube. The Borg Queen is a member of a hive mind. The hive mind spreads across the entire galaxy. The Borg Queen doesn't need her body. The Borg Queen doesn't need to teleport anywhere. The Borg Queen just just moves her consciousness to a new body if she needs to. Whatever she wants. Mm. It's stupid. Okay, I'm putting all that aside. It's still a fun show that I enjoy, so I'm putting all that aside. So, they use this teleporter, Picard uh, uses it to escape with Soji. Right before they escape, Elnor shows up, and it's stupid, but Elnor's fun again. I enjoyed it again. Like, Elnor shows up and just cuts to ribbons a bunch of Romulans who are about to shoot Picard and Soji. Uh, And then he's like, and Picard's like, I told you not to come here. And he's like, yeah, I know you did, I just didn't listen. Uh, it was fun, Like Elnor's fun I love him And then Elnor decides to stay behind For what reason, I don't know Who cares <laughs> yeah. uh, But he stays behind with Hugh And then the episode ends uh, With uh, Picard and Soji escape uh, Via the Queen teleporter And um, Fade to black on Elnor and Hugh Facing off against a bunch of Romulans Who are coming to capture them and Elnor has his, his catchphrase now. Uh, Please, friends, make the right choice. Choose to live. Hmm. Uh, which is what he said in the previous episode where he cut the guy's head off. Right. So we know that Elnor is about to just cut all these Romulans to, to, to pieces again. Um, and uh, it's fun. It ends on that fun moment. And uh, another fun episode. I, you know, Again, I enjoyed this. It's full of stupid shit. Like yeah. every episode is full of stupid shit, and this one I skipped over. Uh, Doctor Girardi and Captain Rios, bang, uh, on the way to uh, the Romulan Cube, right? Because they're bored and lonely in space, that would happen. Mm-hmm. That I'm fine with that. That that would happen. Um, but I have a prediction about Rios. Now, are you ready? Go for it. I've I've made a bunch. I made a couple of giant predictions about this show so far. I'm, let, let's let's keep them in order. The, my first giant, giant prediction is that the entire plot of the show is going to culminate in Picard saving the entire board race from the Romulan-Telshiar plot to destroy them all. Mm-hmm. Um, my What was my other prediction? My other prediction was that Elnor will uh, be romantically interested in Soji and will pursue her relentlessly, uh, but she will resist his, inv- her, his advances because she's in, she's attracted to the dark, bad guy types like the first Romulan asshole.
1: Right.
0: Now my third prediction. What was it?
1: <laughs> Thanks, captain
0: Rios, are you ready for this? All right. Captain Rios, the captain who has all of the hologram crew, yep. who all look exactly like him. Yep. Captain Rios, who has some dark, mysterious past that is hinted at, but not explained. Mm -hmm. Captain Rios, who has some tragic element to his character that is hinted at and not explained. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Hit me. Captain Rios himself is a hologram. Okay. Captain Rios is dead had his consciousness copied into his ship, and now lives as an AI aboard his own ship. Right. Forever. That's the tragedy of Captain Rios. All right. What do you think? Can you touch
1: holograms in Star Trek? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, you can touch holograms in Star Trek. Your your is debunked because he made out with uh, that doctor trick, but yes. um,
0: sure. No, you can yeah, on the holodeck. Okay. On the holodeck, you can bang all the holograms you want. Oh yeah, that's fully established. Oh yeah, all right. Damn, and we need a holodeck. And holograms can leave the ship. Yeah. Okay. Like Rios does in episode five. Okay. Nothing that's happened now has indicated that Captain Rios cannot be a hologram. Hmm. All right. I think that's going to be his big twist. Okay.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: Anyway, that's it. All that's right. all I got. Oh, <laughs> uh, episode six for me was another eight out of ten. Uh, I, you know what? I still like the show. I, I think it's bad. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> I think it's a bad show. I think it's yeah. got terrible, terrible writing. But somehow, it's also fun. And it's got a, a cast that I really like, mm-hmm. um, and um, and I'm gonna keep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it for sure. All
1: right, and uh,
0: I, ho- I hope everybody else. I hope people aren't sick of hearing me talk about it because I'm gonna keep talking about it.
1: There you go. Uh, I was a little. Uh, I wasn't as invested in this last episode, uh, part six. I was a little uh, more distracted. Um, I was looking at my computer screen a lot more. So six point five.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, I I wasn't as I didn't find that one as interesting.
0: righty already already
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? Okay, so what else? Uh, you know what? We'll wrap up soon. Uh, we've talked about everything that we had on our docket for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to mention I recently saw Terminator: Dark Fate. Yeah. Okay. Um and um yeah, it's awful. It's 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 <clears throat> it's really it's really awful. Yeah. Um like all of the recent Terminator movies, mm-hmm. uh, for the first twenty minutes, I was like, "Okay, potential. Okay, yep. this looks like it could be good." Yep. The first twenty minutes, I totally advise. I totally advise watching the first twenty minutes, actually, of Terminator Dark Fate, except for the um, fact
1: that they completely erased part two in the first like two minutes. Well, yeah.
0: If, if if you have a problem with that, if you have a, like if you're a Terminator Two fan mm-hmm. and you have a problem with the fact that they completely uh, write off. Everything that happened in that movie, yeah, in, the first, say, yeah. in the first in the first two minutes of, of this one, then um, you can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a bad movie. It, it it's yeah. I ho- I hope that franchise it, is dead. I had,
1: hope it's dead. I'll admit this. It had some fun action. It, it, I yeah. Was, it was yeah it's, for sure. Again, it's a popcorn flick. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. As soon as they, I felt that it went completely south when they introduced Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like I don't
0: yeah. know, I thought that was horrible. Like Yeah, I think even before that it, like,
1: what was his name? Fucking Stan the Handyman or something? I like, like Really? Adam man, he had a family. My name is Stan now.
0: We're supposed to buy that he's that he's raised this family yeah. and that, that that he's a real family man and then yeah. he just walks away from them. Yeah. He just says goodbye and goes to die. Yeah. Adam, Adam, yeah. The whole thing was fucked up. Um, so I I feel like the last two Terminator movies were exactly the same thing. It was just him thinking, okay, I got to reboot the franchise with a new female lead, yeah. uh, because Linda Hamilton is, you know, Pastor Prime and can't be the female lead anymore. But it's got to be me still. Yeah. So you know, he tried with Daenerys Targaryen and it failed. Yeah. So then he tried again with two females in this one and it failed. So like, I just, I just hope he's gonna stop trying now. Because it's enough.
1: So, uh, speaking of bad movies, I watched Charlie's Angels this week.
0: Um, oh, my God. And How how could you? Oh, my God, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: I don't know what you want me to I, say. I, I'm obviously I, not surprised. No, <laughs> I,
1: I, I felt like I had to watch it. Um, there was a couple of okay moments. Uh, they actually did pay homage to... Um, the past Charlie's Angels, so they paid homage to the to this TV show, which yeah. I thought was a nice little touch, and they also paid homage to the uh, Lucy Lou cast, that one, with Debbie, um, sorry, okay. uh, Drew Barrymore and Carmen uh, right. Diaz, whatever. Right. So they did pay a little uh, homage to them. Uh, uh-huh. They actually had the original Angels, well, the, the surviving ones in it, during uh, the okay. end credits. Um, but other than that, that movie was just fucking garbage
0: abysmal yeah Yeah. it was it was bad i am not surprised
1: they did a lot of like quick edits to make them look like they knew how to fight (laughs) you know it was just yeah it was just bad so um i i don't blame it for failing in the box office i'm glad it did (laughs) so
0: another thing that i've recently watched that i've really enjoyed that we don't Mm -hmm. talk about at all is is vikings um okay You know, uh, we're up to episode 10, I believe. We're at at the mid season break now of Vikings. So they have like a. They divide the season up and they'd have like a mid season finale and then they'd take a break. It has been an epic season. We have seen the death of uh, some of the most important characters on the show. Uh, We had the epic passing of Lagartha and. you know, I was so-so on her passing, but the dramatic weight of it all was really moving. And uh, the performances okay. of her son Bjorn uh, and then Bjorn's uh, eventual death at the hands of his brother Ivar was so earth-shattering. Okay. It was it a was really fun and also very difficult first half of this season to get through. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the second half because they're going back to England. And finally, King Alfred and Ivar are going to have their final showdown. Um, This is the final uh, few episodes of Vikings coming up. And then the series is going to end. Mm. And then um, the creator, Michael Hurst, has a brand new Viking series, a sequel series called Vikings Valhalla, which will be coming up on Netflix, um, which I am so looking forward to. Vikings, which we don't talk about on the show. And I, you know uh is my favorite tv series of all time of all time i love it i love it with my whole heart
1: i i Um, actually don't watch it but uh one of my buddies i don't know if he still does but he worked on that show he's a a vfx guy so um i know he yeah he worked on i know he worked on in the beginning i'm not sure if he still does (laughs) i haven't asked but um yeah i have a friend that worked on that show
0: and you know our our, our semi local hero Adam Copeland, the Edge, WWE's the he's Edge. On it. He yes, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. he's been on he's been on the last two seasons, or maybe even three. Oh, yeah. uh, I, but definitely the last two seasons of the show. And. Um, uh, kettle uh his name is flat nose <laughs> uh because he does like they actually talk about his, his edge's actual nose which is like completely smashed up and broken uh, they they name his character flat nose in the show okay. um but he's he's actually kind of evil uh but cool he's a cool character on the show okay um Anyway, uh, my favorite show of all time. Maybe not the. I'm not gonna say it's the best TV show of all time, yeah. but it's definitely my my favorite. It's fantastic. I recommend it to anybody who's into like medieval stuff. Like especially if you like like braveheart kind of medieval warfare kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Vikings is all about that, but it's also fantastic character drama, um, right. fantastic cast, fantastic writing, fantastic direction, cool. um, beautiful. Um it's all shot in Ireland, but it's supposed to be portraying like Norway most of most of the time. Yeah. But like the scenery is just just beautiful. Right. Um anyway, uh uh that's that's basically the thing that I've been most excited, most positive about lately. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about it on the show that much, but I wanted to I wanted to mention it anyway. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so how are we? Are we wrapped up for episode forty-five then, cavity? Is there anything else we need to uh, get in tonight? Yeah, episode nothing... forty-four. I mean, forty-four. I yeah. said forty-five.
1: Uh, nothing off the top of my head.
0: Uh, All right, I think
1: we covered most of.
0: All right, yeah. then, brother. Well, I guess there's not much left to say.
1: Hold on, there's one last thing to say.
0: What's That's that? That's it. <laughs> yes, Janet. That's the end of episode 44 of Too Old for <laughs> This Podcast. So if you're still listening, please uh, accept our extreme gratitude uh, and check us out on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Too Old for This Pod, spelled with a two and a four. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Too Old for This Podcast, mm-hmm. also spelled with a two and a four. Uh, please like our pages. Please subscribe. Please do all that great stuff because we need your support. We need it. We need to know that you're listening, and we need to know uh, your opinions on all these topics. You know, if you have an opinion on anything we talked about, if you agree or disagree with us, please let us know. Uh, We want to hear from you, just like we heard from Donovan. And we love you, Donovan. And we hope you don't mind that we talked about your message so much tonight. Uh, But that being said, uh, that's all for episode 44 of Tool for this podcast. So until next time, just chill.
1: To the next episode.